Welcome back to Life's a Garden. Hope you guys are having a great week. Hope you had a great weekend. As this episode is coming out, I will be currently on my way back from a nice weekend trip to Denver. So you don't got to ask if my weekend was good, because I guarantee you, it was. Uh, me and a couple of friends heading down to Denver. We're going to go see a football game. We're going to go do a bunch of other fun stuff. Not really sure exactly what we're going to do, but never had a Denver trip that wasn't a blast. And even if the Broncos lose, still going to be a good time because I've been down there when that's happened. We still had a good time. But hey, it's not going to matter because we ain't going to lose. Um, But yeah, so we'll get into all of that and more as we go on. So we'll get into the episode here. And you know it's going to be a fun episode Cause it's episode 69 of Life's a Garden. Let's get into it. Oh, oh, oh yeah! It's episode 69, baby! Now, I know what you want out of me, I know what you're expecting of me, and I hate to tell you, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make some inappropriate joke about 69. I'm not going <laughs> to giggle about it. We're adults here. This is an adult podcast. We're not in sixth grade. We're not going to make inappropriate comments or jokes about it being episode 69. Instead, what I'll do for you is I'll put on a rainbow wig, add some face tattoos, and say, Is you stupid? Just kidding. That would be a huge letdown. It's episode 69. We gotta do something kinda special, right? I mean, I know that's what you want. I know that's what you expect when when it's 69. Like I said, we're not going to make inappropriate comments. We're not going to be children here. But what I will do in honor of the 69th episode of Life's a Garden is I will tell you some sex stories. All right? I know this is what you want. I know this is what the people want. This is the content you're looking for. You want to hear my you want to hear the sex stories. You want to hear about the sheets I've rolled in, some of the crazy shit that's happened in in the bedroom, right? Well, we're not going to start with that. We don't like we like to we don't want to top load the episode, okay? Where do you go from there? There's nowhere to go from there. So, we'll talk about that later on. I'll save that that tasty dish for later. Got to give you some appetizers first before we get to the main course. But just so you know, stick around because you're going to get some dirty... De- I'm not going <laughs> to get the dirty deets of what happens in the sheets. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you some... Well, we'll get we'll get into some... We'll do some sex stories today. It's not something I talk about a lot, but we will do it. I know that's what you want to know. You want to know where my cock has been. And... Uh, yeah, we'll save that for later. First off, though, we'll start with this. 
I'll tell you where where my uh, where my peen has been as of late. So a week ago, I had a doctor's appointment. I went to the doctor, and uh, I, I it was just for a checkup. Okay, just like an annual checkup. I wanted to get some, uh, just like, you know, make sure my heart's good. You know, you know, the basic checkup. Kind of, and do a physical too. I wanted a physical. Um, all that stuff. So, I get to the doctor's. And he, he's asking me the basic questions. You know, he's like, they, they took my blood pressure first of all. You know, they did all that. And then, uh, asked the basic questions, which were like, you know, do you smoke? No. Do you uh, drink alcohol? I'm like, yes, a couple times a week. In fact, I am an alcohol. No, I, I didn't say that. I just said, yeah, a couple times a week. Doctor even said, hey, that's all right. It's okay to have some drinks. And that made me feel a lot better about my drinking habits. So, I... Um, I... Uh, then he asks, you know, what are your, do you have any pre-existing conditions as far as like, do, your, do you have family history with uh, major illnesses such as cancer, uh, fucking whatever? I said, you let me pull out the fucking scroll, okay? Cancer runs in the family. Uh, strokes. My grandma had a stroke. My dad had a stroke. My dad's had a fucking heart attack. My dad has diabetes. He's a fucking walking uh, medical journal. I don't know how the guy's still ticking. Glad he is. But doesn't necessarily bode well for me in the genetics department. So, uh, I list all that stuff. Um, and then he asks me, are you sexually active? And I look at him like, come on. Really? Look at me. You know the answer. Come on. Yes. And he's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, um, so you have a girlfriend then, yes? And I go, doctor. Now I'm thinking he's... Now I think he's hitting on me. What are you trying to find out if I'm single? You know, he's, are you dating? I go, uh, no, sir. No, I, I do not have a, uh, I do not have a girlfriend. He goes, oh, okay, so uh, multiple partners then. And I go, well, in over the last year, there's been a couple. Yeah, there's been a few in the last year. And I go, but don't worry, Doc. I always wrap it up. I'm very safe. I always, I always, you know, check. I'm always wrapped. I always wrap the sucker. And he's like, okay, well, you know, maybe it would be a good idea if we get you tested for STDs. And I'm like, well, okay, yeah, that's fine. You know, I've, I don't have any symptoms. I, like I said, I always wear protection. And he's like, yeah, but it's just best to be on the safe side. And... It's good, you know, sometimes those things are, uh, what's the word? Um, they don't show symptoms. Sometimes they're dormant, things of that nature. Asymptomatic. So I'm like, okay, 
let's uh we can go ahead and do that and we were going to do blood work just to check on the cholesterol to check on glucose levels things like that to make sure i'm still doing good in that department and then the doctor and then he says all right i'll have you drop your pants now at this point i'm certain he's flirting with me (laughs) uh no i actually so I, i i did have to have a testicle exam One of the reasons I did go into the doctor was I wanted him to check my, to check the boys, you know, because my, this is a little weird to talk about, but my right testicle, uh, from time to time, this is not like a everyday occasion, but every couple of weeks or so, uh, kind of feels, uh, tense or there's like, it's tender. In a, I guess is a way to say it. Feels like I kind of got tapped in the nut. It's a little. It's not sore and it's not achy, but it's like. It doesn't feel, not. There's something wrong, you know. There's something like there's some kind of tension down there, and you know, obviously, like as a man, you got to do your your checks and make sure there's no lumps and whatnot. Well. Uh, there was there's a spot on there that feels a little iffy, and this has been something that's been going on for a few months now. So I figured now's the time get it checked. So he uh, we were did a testicle exam. I'm not gonna lie to you. As he walked out of the out of the office, so I could change into the gown, take my pants off. I'm being dead serious. I fluffed, I fluffed up a little bit. I kind of was making sure. Okay, let's, because if you ever been to a doctor's office, it gets a little cold, especially when you're in there with nothing but a gown on, and you got your pants off. So I'm making sure, you know, I want. I'm not looking to get any action here, but I want. I don't want the guy to. I want to impress him a little bit with my piece. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure my piece is 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 uh, warmed up and is is uh, got a little juice flowing through it. You know what I'm saying? Don't want to get hard. In fact, my biggest fear while he was doing the exam was that I wouldn't get hard. Um, or that was my, my fear was that I would get hard and be like, "Oh my god, doctor, this never happens." <laughs> but um yeah, I fluffed up a little bit and did the exam. He agreed there was a little uh, you know, abnormality on there. Now, first of all, let me just say this. He did note that the reason there could be the tension or and it swells. The right one swells up a little bit. It gets a little bigger from time to time when this tension thing is happening. So, he mentioned that there could be some blockage there causing the swelling, causing the aching. And so that I understood that, that kind of made sense to me, but he did note that there was an abnormality on the testicle that we, we should probably get checked out. He said, it's probably nothing to be like overly worried about. It doesn't strike. It didn't strike him immediately. Like it could be cancerous. 
But he ordered an ultrasound just to have it checked out, and we'll we'll find out about that. But I got the uh, after all that went down, got the blood work done, had to pee in a cup uh, for the STDs and whatnot, and so got my test results back. And clean bill of health. <laughs> if you were any girl that I've slept with recently and you saw me make that face, you might have got nervous. Clean bill of health. Cholesterol looks great. All my blood test levels, glucose, what have you, all in in... They give you a little range of where it should be within. All of them are within that range. I had a couple of them that were a little high. The protein, my protein levels were a little high, and the bun. I don't know what bun stands for. B U N. That was a little high, but not like obscurely high. It was just slightly out of the range. So we're good there. Uh, all the STDs came back negative, which I knew they would. I don't. I don't sleep around with hoes. I'm not with a bunch of fucking dirty people and I'm always wearing the raincoat so we're good um yeah so I gotta tell you though regardless even though I was 99% sure I didn't have any STDs or didn't have you know I, I I've been safe and I've and I didn't have any symptoms or anything like that when you open that HIV file the, the test result, when you open that, you still get... A, I don't know if any of you have done it. This is the first time I've ever gotten an STD te- uh, check or HIV test. When you open that HIV test, your heart, it drops a little. You're like, oh my god, this could change my fucking life if this is positive. And then you, and then you see negative and then you're... <sighs> Same with the hepatitis C one. You're like, oh my god, if this comes back positive, I am fucked. But they came back negative. So we all good. Um, okay, and then, that was a week ago. Today, just today, I went and got the ultrasound on me nut. And, uh, this time was a female physician. So now I am actually concerned I might get erect. But not really. <laughs> so, you know, obviously I'm, pro- I'm a professional. It's going to be awkward for the both of us. In fact, it was extremely awkward. You know what I mean? First of all, I'm not even joking you. I get in the room. The lights are dimmed. There's music playing ever so softly in the corner. This is no joke. Very sensual. I'm thinking to myself, what kind of doctor's office is this? I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the camera crew to come out and start filming. Is this a a Japanese doctor's office? <laughs> What's going on here? Clearly, it's, you know, normally, uh, I'm assuming, you know, ultrasounds are for for children. And so, I'm assuming they wanted to keep it nice and calming. I don't know why they did that. That was weird. The only thing they were missing were some lit candles. So, again, 
get down to the to the pantsless, and I cover it up with a sheet. I'm waiting for the stirrups, so I got my legs up, and there were no stirrups. But they're checking my downstairs. She, this gal comes in, very professional lady. Um, she's all checking the downstairs, and again, not gonna lie, fluffed it up a little bit. It was a little cold in there, so make sure that thing's looking dece. D's nuts. <laughs> Giggity. Um, but it was looking these, you know. So, so we got the, the, she, the, she did it. What she did it, where it was like you know the, just the area that needed to be checked was exposed, and she's running the wand on there now. Normally on a. I, I, I've never had an ultrasound, but I've always, you know, I've seen ultrasounds. You, you put the jelly on there, right? You know, normally you put the jelly on there. And I didn't see her. Like, I'm not watch. I'm not, I don't got my head cranked. I'm just laying back, looking at the ceiling, listening to the nice music. Listening to Barry White in the corner. And normally they put the jelly on. I didn't see nor feel any jelly. So I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay... Maybe it's because the skin is thinner. They don't really need the jelly. And, like, I'm thinking, you know, least you could do is spit on it, you know. But, uh, no, it, it's warm. It felt like it was just like this warm feeling. It took way longer than I thought. And uh, she was, you know, it, it, it took a bunch of pictures, whatever. It was all done. She's like, okay, I'm all finished. I tried slipping her a, a hundy, and she's like, well, what's this for? I go, well, I'm not going to finish myself off. Giggity. And so, <laughs> just kidding. Didn't do that. Like I said, was very professional. But as I said, I didn't see any jelly, right? There's no jelly. She steps out, tells me, you know, you're good to go when you get dressed. So I reached down to kind of adjust myself after just being prodded for the last, I don't know, 20 minutes. And it's just goopy as fuck down there. And I'm like, oh my, for a split second, for a split second, I thought, oh my God, did I come? I mean, it looked like I discharged a fat load down there and I was like what then I clicked into my head okay she did use the jelly thank god and I didn't get hard so it was all good no no awkwardness in the doctor's office well maybe a little bit but nothing of of irrepute nature so it's all good and I guess we'll find out if I'm Set to lose a testicle or not. I can tell you right now. Uh, if I do end up having testicular cancer. And I do have to get the nut taken away. I'm going to auction it off. Sell it to the highest bidder. So there you go. Keep an eye out. I'll, I'll report back and I'll let you know the details on that. So yeah. That's how my week went medically. I'm good to go, but we'll find out about the uh, the old testy. 
let's uh, let's do a little sports talk. I haven't talked some sports in a while. Um, as I mentioned before, going down to Denver to watch the Broncos Ravens game. Now, as this comes out, the game will already have been done, so we'll we'll see who won. I'm a bet it's going to be the Broncos. Now, hear me out. Everybody out there is all up in arms and and is throwing it throwing around all this. You know, the Broncos are not. They're we're undefeated. We're three and zero. All the teams we've beaten, they're zero and three. I understand the doubt, but let me let me just break it down to you this way, okay? And I keep I've had to continuously defend them this entire week, and I'll just say the exact same thing I've been saying. Any team worth their salt, name any contender: the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, you know, top tier teams who who you would consider to be contenders would they not beat all those teams and not only that would they have beat them as badly as we beat all those teams we shut out the jets only team to shut out a team this year by the way we and we blew out the other two teams the jaguars had a kick return flu like out there fluky touchdown and the Giants scored a last-second touchdown on us in garbage time. We've allowed the least amount of points against us. These are still NFL teams, keep in mind, that we're beating. We're playing literally textbook ball by the way we're running the offense, by the way the defense is operating. How can you deny us? The the Raiders beat the, the uh, Ravens. Nobody saw that coming. The uh, the Jaguars gave the Cardinals a bit of trouble a few you know last week, and then the Giants almost beat the Washington, and they were listed as one of the best defenses in the league. So tell me again how we're uh, like we're being overlooked or underlooked. I sh- I don't know which whichever one that our three and status. Doesn't really speak. It doesn't really. There's no value there. But I get it. We'll see. We're gonna find out this weekend when we actually beat a team that everyone considers to be one of the best teams. Also, how about the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs are one and two? Who'd have saw that coming? And they barely beat. Well, who did they beat? They beat. They won week one. They might have blown them out. Oh no! It was the fucking Browns. They barely beat the Browns, and they should have lost that game. The or rather, the Browns should have won that game. Yeah. Who'd have seen this coming? They've lost three of their last four. If you count the Super Bowl, they're in trouble. They have a tough schedule still. And they're in a very tough division. The Chargers already beat them. I'm telling you, the Broncos are going to split games with them. Uh, let's see. I won't talk you off too much about Bronco talk. But here, let me just say real quick. Here's my prediction for the Broncos-Ravens game. The way the Broncos win, 
Obviously, the defense has to slow down Lamar Jackson. And the offense just has to keep doing what they're doing and just nickel and dime up the field, give, make, kill the clock, get drives that end in scores, and make sure Lamar does not see the football field. Defense is going to win that game. It's going to be all down to what the defense does to Lamar Jackson. So we'll see. We've had a lot of injuries. Uh, let's see what else happened. We got Brady going back to Foxborough. That should be interesting. Um, God, who else is undefeated? The Panthers, that's surprising. Raiders, that's surprising. All the undefeated teams are pretty surprising. I guess the are the Rams still... Yeah, the Rams are undefeated. That's not too surprising. And the Cardinals, I'm not surprised by that. I think the Cardinals actually have a pretty good team. They got one of the best defenses in the league right now. So, I give it up to them. And so, I think that's a lot... Those are the only five undefeated teams. We'll see how this week goes. Um... Fantasy football-wise, I'm 3-0 and in one of my leagues, and I'm 1-2 and in the other one. Hmm. Richard Sherman just got picked up by the Bucks. Interesting move. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Richard Sherman can't even break down a door, so I don't know what he's going to do to NFL wide receivers, but we'll see. The rich get richer in football. That's just what it seems. I don't know, though. I don't think that's a rich move. I don't think Richard. I think Richard Sherman's kind of a, a shell of himself. I don't think he's the same guy he once was. We'll see how that goes, though. So. Uh, UFC. Let's talk some UFC. Big fights last weekend. Oh! I forgot to mention. Medically, speaking medical wise, I, in fact, got vaccinated so as much shit as I've talked on this podcast about the vaccine and about people you know whatever here's the thing I haven't really been talking shit I've, and I'm going to stand by my same statement that I've been making if you want to get it get it if you don't want to get it don't get it it's a that's and I'm speaking for, I'm not going to sit here and give you the medical reasons why you should or shouldn't I don't know those answers. I'm going to give I'm speaking purely from a freedom aspect. We live in America, so I'm not going to preach to you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm look at me. I'm part of the the crowd that's got vaccinated. I'm better than you. No, 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 no. I have no problem. Do whatever you want to do. If we're being well, I had a good talk with my mom. She went and got vaccinated. I decided... Here, my basic... The basic thing that I that got me to do it was like... If my whole mindset before was... I'm not afraid of the virus. Then why should I be afraid of the vaccine? You know? Like, I, I'm, I'm... It's the same story. I'm young. I'm healthy. No reason to be afraid of that either. I feel like if you might have issues with it do some research but I don't think I would have any issues getting it so my chances of something bad happening to me from the virus I think are a lot heavier than the things that would the bad things that could potentially happen from the vaccine so hopefully I don't eat my words on that because it took me long enough to get the thing so I forgot to mention that 
did in fact get vaxxed. Uh, my arm hurts like hell. Didn't have any side effects after the first one. We'll see how the second one goes in a couple weeks. UFC. Big UFC fight card. My God, where do I begin? First of all, if you saw the last episode, you know I won some money. I, I put down the parlay, won some cash on the parlay. It wasn't mu- it wasn't a ton of money, but I did win my money back plus some. And uh, I let's just break down the card real quick. I'll just go. I'll, I'll go on the main three. We don't got to talk too much. I mean, Dan Hooker looked great. There were some good knockouts throughout throughout the card, but uh, Nick Diaz lost to Robbie Lawler. Honestly, it's situations like this that I. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I get it. But you should always go with your gut when it comes to betting. I watched the interviews with Nick. I watched all the pre-fight stuff. And I just knew deep down in my gut that he was going to lose that fight. He was not ready for it. His mannerism, the way he was carrying himself, he was not there. He was not prepared for that fight. And I and Robbie Lawler hasn't had a good uh, fight streak in a while, but he's still been in the ring. He's been in the octagon for the last you know six years that Nick has not. So Nick, I, I, I will say, I was impressed by his ability to take a shot. And deliver a shot. But in the end, it just proved to be too much. I will not say he gave up. He did not give up. He just knew, I've had enough. Like, there's no point in me continuing this. I'm going to just keep getting my ass kicked. Which he, he did. He got rocked by a shot. And it was just like, okay, I'm down, dude. I'm done. Like, that's it. So give it up to both those guys. It was awesome to see Nick Diaz back in the octagon. And, um, yeah, not, not the outcome I was hoping for necessarily, but kind of the one I expected. Then you got Valentina Shashenko. Might be the, she's every bit one of the top three pound for pound toughest UFC fighters on the roster. There's no doubt about it. She's incredible. There's nobody going to beat her. There's no one that's going to touch her. The The best thing you can do right now is get a, a mega fight with her and Amanda Nunez. I know they've already fought before, but that was years ago before Valentina became Valentina. That chick is fucking incredible. I, I can't say anything more about her. So she won. She retained her title as expected. There was, there's Nobody has anything for her. She's too good. And then you got the main event with Alexander Volkanovsky and Brian Ortega. One of the best title fights I've ever seen. When when Volkanovsky was in that choke, in that fucking uh, guillotine, I thought I was for sure it was over. The way his legs were flailing, his head was turning purple. There was I, I thought, okay, there's no chance he gets out of this. Ortega is a, is a jiu-jitsu practitioner. Somehow Volkanovski gets out and is just and just raining down the fucking hits like nothing happened. Then he gets caught in a triangle, which is Ortega's signature move, and escapes from that as well. Once that happened, I knew that fight was over. If he could get out of two 
tightly cinched submissions from a submissionist, a top-level submissionist, that was it. The, the fight was over. And you could tell after the third round, those fourth and fifth rounds, Ortega, I don't know how he stood in there. I don't know how he could take it. Him talking to the to the doctors, he was out of it. There's no way that I thought he was going to continue. Somehow he did. All the props in the world to Brian Ortega. What an animal. The the ability to stay in there and and keep doing the damn thing. Cheers to him, man. And what a great fight that was all around. And I I had Volkanovski winning it and he he didn't he didn't disappoint. And it's crazy now too. It's perfect because well, it's perfect for for Volkanovski because it this was the one I think finally got him some recognition because you got guys like Conor McGregor. I got you got guys like Conor McGregor calling him out. Henry Cejudo's calling him out. I think that's the fight to make. To be honest, that would be a really good fight. But. I mean, do you run Max Holloway back again? Like, you that's going to have to happen eventually, right? But we kind of seen that one, and, and Volkanovski's beat him twice. I know the second time was a little controversial, but he, he still beat him twice. So I think you got to wait a minute on the on the Holloway one. I think you get the, the Cejudo fight. Don't do Connor. That's a bad day in the office for Connor. I truly think Volkanovski is a nightmare fight for a guy like Connor or even a guy like Cejudo. I don't think Cejudo can can beat him. That's a good fight though, because Cejudo's a tough motherfucker. Um, but it's it's good for Volkanovski, man. He's gotten a lot of recognition, and it's good for Ortega. Like Ortega doesn't look like a punk. He 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 comes out looking like a tough some bitch that he is. So. They they both end up actually winning out of that, and well, obviously, Volkanovski ends up winning. But he got some he got some light shed on him a little more than he than he has. I've known Volkanovski's a great fighter. In fact, if you ask me, and here's another thing: Kamaru Usman finally, finally, Kamaru Usman is getting the recognition he deserves. They finally put him at number one on the pound for pound best. In the UFC. He's been. Don't get me started on John Jones. Especially after what bullshit he pulled this last weekend. John Jones got inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. And then. Hours later. Is arrested. Again. His his constant narrative. That he's, he's always getting in trouble. It's the last thing you want from a guy like that. He, it's We're getting so hyped for him to do this heavyweight shit. And not only that, it's a domestic violence thing, which is a big fucking no-no in the sports community. So I don't know. I don't know what, what happens with John Jones. If it's anything like the past, nothing will happen. And they'll just they still want the money fights with John Jones. But his reputation is just tank, tank, tanking. So fuck him off the off the pound for pound list. He hasn't fought in what two years now. I don't even recognize him as a pound for pound fighter until he steps in that octagon again. The top three pound for pound fighters, in my opinion, right now, are Kamaru Usman, 
Alexander Volkanovsky, and Valentina Cheshenko. There's a lot to be said about Amanda Nunez. But I think it's Shevchenko. If you're going pound for pound best, it's Valentina Shevchenko. I don't care what anybody says. And I give a lot of respect to Amanda Nunez. She's up there too. I mean, I don't even I don't even know who I would round out my the rest. Maybe Izzy Adesanya. Dustin Poirier is up there. I don't know. But those are the three for sure. And Volkanovsky's no fucking joke. I don't see who's taking him down. And that's a tough division, the featherweight division. I could see Max Holloway doing it. We'll see how he does against Yaya Rodriguez here coming up soon. And then we'll kind of go from there. But Volk's, Volk can get whatever fight he wants now. He's upper echelon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I think it's that time. What do you, what, what do you folks think, huh? Is it the moment you've all been waiting for? All right. First of all, children, if you're watching, just skip ahead a little bit. Just skip Just skip later on. We got other stuff we're going to do after this. But not so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this PG-13, okay? I'm not going to get graphic. I'm not going to tell you all the dirty details. I'm not going to get super gross about it and tell you all these stuff. Like I said, I'm not going to get detailed. But still, it's awkward if I'm talking to children. So children, please either exit the video now or skip to later. Mother, I apologize for this. But we got to make content. And this is what the people want. They want stories like this. And I want to be an open book to my audience. So mother, I apologize. You may look away as well. But chances are, she's already heard all these stories too. Uh, it's fun. I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually pretty uh, open with my mom. And I, I'm pretty, I tell her a lot of stuff. And she doesn't necessarily enjoy that. But, she does, but it's kind of fun to, to see her reactions to some shit. Um... Okay, so let's start with this. Let's let's start off on an easy foot, huh? Let me tell you about my first times. So, my very first kiss. I I may have recollected this wrong in the past, but my actual first kiss was I must have been in 4th grade fourth or fifth grade and this I mean you, you say what you will about the age range where it's you know that's your first kiss whatever but this was my true first kiss with a girl it was with this girl I had a crush on um by the way let me just just say right off top I'm not going to use anybody's names during any of this so don't worry about all that no names will be ha- had so don't no no fear. Also, isn't it nice to know that after telling these stories, we don't got to worry about any STDs being produced because, as we remember, uh, clean bill of health. Um, first first kiss, me and this girl, we lived close together. We we went to school together. I had a big 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 crush on this girl, and she had a crush on me. So. We're playing hide and seek. 
And me and this girl, we go and hide, of all places, in a dumpster. But here's the thing. I knew what she had in mind. Like, I knew that this was the setup for a kiss. Now, me, being the sackless piece of shit I was at the time, all the way up through high school, would have never, ever done, like, made the first move. But I knew, like, this is where it was leading. So we get in this dumpster. It's dark. It's, like, gross. There's not, like, bags of of garbage in there, but it was like a like a um, hard uh, work dumpster. So there was like big pieces of wood and stuff like that, paint, things like that. And yeah, we uh, had our first kiss in the dumpster, and then we thought somebody was gonna throw something away in the dumpster, so we were afraid for one that we were gonna get in trouble for being in there, and two we were gonna get something thrown on us. Didn't happen though, thank God. So yeah, that was my first kiss. My first French kiss came a few years later. I believe in the middle school area of my life. And that happened to be with one of my best friend's sisters. And it was was not like... It was manufactured. So what I'm saying is they planned for that to happen. It was kind of just a thing where it was like, we'll, we'll get you your first, your first Frenchie. Like, this one's on me, kind of a thing. So there was no, like, spark or no, like, it was not, like, romantic or by any standards. It was kind of just a doing me a, a solid in some sense of the word. Um, now, going back a second here about being a sackless piece of shit who won't make the first move. Here's, a, here's something that just popped in my head, a, a little story for you. So in high school, there was this girl that I had a huge crush on. Never asked her out. We were kind of just friends, and I never asked her out. And um, one time, she would come over to my house, and we'd watch uh, TV and play video games and all that. And I couldn't see that she had, like, clearly a hint of a crush on me or she was like toying with the idea of that one time before her dad came to pick her up we're sitting in my we're laying in my bed literally like face to face probably you know just a few inches away from each other she's got her eyes closed i i can tell she's like i know in my head that she wants me to kiss her but i don't do it because I'm so afraid of rejection. I, I'm so afraid that if I were to make that move and like do and like go for the kiss, that she would be like, oh, and be repulsed by me. That is so much more like heart-wrenching to think about than actually not doing it, or at least at the time it was. I've, I've gotten a little bit over that. I'm still a little bit of a pussy when it comes to, to the first move or trying to like not be rejected. I still dread rejection so that never happened also with the same girl we were hanging out on halloween me and a group of friends on halloween she's literally cuddled up to me and i didn't make a i didn't make a move what's the matter with me 
You live and you learn, okay? That's all I got to say about that. You live and you learn. Um, let's see. Oh, speaking of friends, by the way, I wanted to make this point too. I got a big argument with my ex about this, okay? I have a theory, and it's probably wrong, but this is just my perspective, okay? She made some good points when we when we discuss this. But here's my theory, okay? And we're going to use we're going to use it we're going to like say between the ages of 30 and 18. Yeah, not later. We'll say 18 just for the sake of this. From the ages of 18 to 30, I personally don't believe and you're more than welcome to disagree with me on this. That guys don't have friends that are girls unless they want to fuck them. Might be a controversial statement. Now, there are exemptions, okay? You can be friends with a, like, as a guy, I can be friends with a girl if they are dating one of my friends, they're off limits. We know that. If they're married, clearly, off limits. You can be friends with a, with a woman if they are married, engaged, in a relationship, things of that nature. Chances are, if we, if, as a guy, if we know you're in a relationship, we don't even think about you that way. Okay? So let's just nix all that. And you can build a friendship that way for sure. My, my thing is, I have... Like, the friends I have are my guy friends, and I enjoy... You know, I don't know. It's I don't know how to put it. I've definitely known a lot of, of awesome girls who I've been friends with. But that's not to say at one point or another I didn't at least think about it once. You know? So, for any friends of mine that are girls, just now you know... At one point or another, I thought about it. And I think that's the case with most guys. And, yeah, there's, I mean, sure, there's there's probably cases out there of, of guys who generally are just, like, f- friends with boys, girls, what have you. And that's fine. It's not necessarily my where I'm at. Because, typically, if I'm going to be friends with a girl I want to be intimate with a girl like that's that's kind of the only thing that's different about me with my guy friends the only difference is I don't fuck them you know like trust me if that was like my thing if I was into it I would because I because I relate to my friends I, I enjoy my time with my friends I'm not into it though hence why the doctor didn't get a mouthful giggity Okay, back to first times. My first time actually having sex, I was at, I was 19. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 19. Now, up until that point, I had fooled around, you know, done some other stuff, but not actually it. Not actually not the definition of sex. So, met this girl at work when I was working at Olive Garden, and we were kind of like 
a thing. Not really dating, but like just seeing each other or flirting with each other. Whatnot. And so we'd hang out a couple times. She comes over to the house and we're making out. And next thing I know, she's like, you want to go to your bedroom? And my heart could not stop pounding. Now, here's the thing. I went <laughs> my first time, no condom. And I had one available to me. I, I was just so panicked and so like excited at the same time. It just didn't even cross my mind. Uh, and I think I might have... I didn't pull out, now that I think about it. And, oh, trust me, it was a two-pump-chump type situation. I did not last long at all. There was zero, zero satisfaction for her, and 100% awkwardness for the both of us. And, like, I remember, yeah, then I, I just, like, drove her home, and... And then, like, a few days later, I'm panicking, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't wear a condom. Uh, and I'm, like, texting her, so you're, you're, you're on birth control, right? Like, oh, you're, you're, you're positive that you, you're not going to get pregnant? How hot am I? So romantic. But that was the case. I remember one time I went and saw that girl and was making out with her and her breath smelled like pickles. And I legitimately told her to leave. Because I hate pickles. I can't explain to you enough. She was kissing me. Tasted like pickles. I said, that's enough of that. See ya. I didn't actually kick her out. But I did say, okay, I can't kiss you when, you, when your fucking mouth tastes like that. I'd rather kiss a smoker who just took a huge drag and blew it back into my mouth than kiss a girl who just ate a pickle. Um, let's see, okay. Now we'll get into some more stories. Mm. Another interesting fact about me. I have never, well, there's been a few, there's been only a few slight, um, exemptions to this. But for the most part, I have never, ever had sex with my socks off. I'll get buck ass naked. Come like. All for, all the time. Like well. Uh, straight down. I don't do the shirt. Nothing. But I always got my socks on. The only exemptions. Are the very few times I've done it in the shower. Which is not very many. Those are the only exemptions. And how funny would that have been. If I was in the shower with my socks on. Um, okay, here's some stories. So, I'll, rather than giving you the good stories, like, oh, rock on, listen to all my fucking awesome tales in the bedroom, I'm going to tell you the bad ones. Because these are the more entertaining ones, let's be honest. So, here you go. One time, I met this girl at a bar. We went back to my place. Um... Did the deed, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and my bed 
is soaked. And I'm like halfway in and out of it, like sleep-wise. And I'm like, is this real? Like, is this actually wet or is it just like cold? Like, am I tripping? No, it was soaked. I'm thinking, did she piss my bed? Or maybe she spilled a drink? So that's what I was thinking, right? Maybe something got spilled. So whatever. I cleaned the sheets. Didn't know what it was. Didn't say nothing about it. Few weeks later, she invites me over to her place. Okay. Why not? I come over there. I get in her bed. You're not going to fucking believe this. Her bed was soaking wet. I'm like, this can't be. How is this possible? Just, what, what is happening here? And she was like, oh, my kid spilled a drink in the bed. And I'm like, this has happened too, too many times with you. The number of times your bed should be wet is zero. And we're two for two here, lady. So what's happened? What are we doing? Another one. Okay. I've told this story before, so I'll keep it more brief than the times I've told in the past. I went over to this girl's house. This was like a long time ago. It was back when I worked at Olive Garden. And uh, she invites me over um, for a movie night. I go over. I bring some beers. Her kids are there. So her two children are sitting on a blanket on the floor. We're just sitting there watching a show or watching a movie. And it's all fine and dandy. She she goes to the bathroom, comes back, straddles me, and starts like making out with me. I'm like, oh my god. Your children. Your children are, are there. They're right there. What are we doing? Why are you doing this to me? This is awkward. I don't like PDA at all. Much less in front of children so she gets up walks to the kitchen takes a big old rip off a bong chugs a beer comes back over sits by me. this is all in front of her children i don't know if you're sensing some red flags here but there's a couple of them she puts the kids to bed and she and i'm you know i'm at this point i should have been out the door but of course my Johnson had other ideas. He wanted he he wasn't through with the place. So go in there, do the deed. I walk out. Guess who's in the kitchen? Her mother and her brother, who's my age. I literally that was enough for me. I was like, okay, I've I've already had enough awkward shit tonight. So I just said, hello. Goodbye, and I walked out the door, and I never returned. Uh, Did have a couple pregnancy scares? Now, both of them were lying. They both lied because they wanted to, like, I don't know. I think one of them really was pregnant, but it wasn't mine, and they wanted to, like, I don't know why they wanted to put that on me. But I wrapped up. 
I not only did I wrap up, I wrap up my condoms have spermicide and I pull out. Triple threat, baby. And and uh, this other chick, she lied. She just lied about it because she was like a crazy chick. They're both crazy, but she lied for whatever reason she wanted to lie about it. And um, yeah. Also, she was in pre-release. And the only reason I got hooked up with her was my mom hooked me up with her. But she was a dime piece. So what do you? What's a, what's a man to do? Yeah, she might be in there for dealing dope, but she got a bod. What's a guy to do? You got to make your decisions, you know? Sometimes you take the, the highs with the lows. Also, because of how crazy... Like, I've been with some girls who I, I don't know what their motives are necessarily, or I don't really know where they're at on a on a uh, psychological spectrum. When I've gone to the bath, this has happened multiple times, by the way. When I've gone to the bathroom and thrown the condom away, I'll find whatever liquid is nearby: mouthwash, soap, bleach, and I will pour it into the condom because I am that terrified. Some of these chicks are gonna like later on go in and like, you know. Try and put it back in them, which is weird and insane. I know, but if they do that, they're gonna get a puss full of mouthwash. So freshness. Now, let me give you a couple like crazy stories. I know those were there was some crazy ones in there too. Those are some bad ones. These are more crazy good. Well, you be the judge. Good, bad, just wild encounters, and I'm I, these are I'm not gonna give you all of the stories, but these are just a few popping in my head. Um, one wild story. Okay, I've told this one before too. I'll keep it brief. I was with this girl, just crazy, like fucking. She would slap me. I'm not into that. Okay, let me just say that from the start. I am not into like crazy kinks. I'm pretty basic, honestly. I don't do the choking thing. I don't do bondage stuff. If, if a girl asked me to, yeah, I probably would, would, like, oblige. But, hey, I don't ask for it. I'm not into that. You don't got to do that to get me hard. Some guys you do. But she would slap me in the chest, like, to where there was welts, dude. Not into it. Um... There's a, I was with this one girl, another nutso chick. This is a this is a mouthwash chick, okay? She we're just chilling, okay? We're just chilling watching a movie, nothing too crazy. She goes to the bathroom, comes back in full lingerie. I'm like, "Oh, like that's exciting. Like, yeah, okay. A little spice." She comes over, starts literally like you know, fooling around. And I look over, her window is wide open. Now, I'm a type of guy who keeps all my windows shut at all times. I don't like the idea of somebody being able to see in. And I'm like, oh, uh, should we shut your window? And she goes, no, I want people to see. And I'm like, I don't. Like, what are you talking about? I got up and shut them all up. I was like, I pulled my fucking pants up and I shut all those windows 
sealed tight. You crazy? That's what she was into. She wanted people to watch. That's why she was a mouthwash chick. <laughs> and okay, let's see. I've this is crazy. Okay, let me just say this. Probably the crazy, probably the wildest place I've ever actually had sex was in a tent. And I know that's not really ex- super exciting, but something about it, something about being outside. And this, the girl I, who I was with, her sister was in the tent next to us, so we had to be super quiet. So there was some excitement there too. Um, I okay. Here's here's a weird one too. I got offered to. I've gotten offered to be in a threesome before. I told the story a long time ago about the prom night where I could have potentially been in a threesome. This is a little bit different. I was asked by a guy, a gay guy, if I wanted to be a part of a threesome with him and his his lady friend. Now, this was not some bullshit scam or nothing. I knew the guy. I worked with the guy. And not an attractive guy, I might add. Big guy. He asked me, do I want to be part of a threesome with him and his lady friend? And I'm like, no. And he shows me a picture of her and some videos of her. And then I, I'm not going to lie. She was a dimey, dime, dime piece. So much so that for a split second, I actually thought, could I suck this guy's dick just to get with her? That thought legitimately... Now, you gotta be a legit dime piece for that thought to even remotely enter a, a straight man's brain. Didn't happen. I, de- I respectfully declined the offer. But, for a split second, I thought about it. Yeah. So. Those are some of the more wild stories that I could offer for you today. Um, yeah. We don't need to go anymore. I think I think I gave you plenty of insight into some of my history. And uh, if we ever do a part two, don't worry. There's plenty more where that came from. So, thank you guys for watching. I think we'll end it with that. I think that's a good... Like I said, you can't really top it. There's no, there's no way to top that, so we won't. We'll just go out in style, in doggy style. Giggity! Last one for the show. We'll take one on the road. Ba-boom! It's been episode 69 of Life's a Garden. Thank you all so much for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found some humor in it. And... Uh, Sometimes we have a silly goose time, and sometimes we take things more serious. If you want a serious episode, go check out last week's. If you want a silly goose episode, check out this week's. And I hope you all have a great week. I hope you had a great weekend. I know I did. Like, share, subscribe. And as always, don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.